0: LZ Granderson here on the Sedano and LZ show. The Utah Jazz, got to go back to the drawing board, blew a fourth quarter double-digit lead to the Denver Nuggets. My man, Jamal Murray, the 29th best player in the NBA, definitely one of the top 30 under 30. And if that feels like shade, it's only because it is. Anyway, he went off 17 points in one quarter in the third quarter to help lead them back and then finish the damn thing in the fourth quarter. So we got ourselves a series on the other hand. Meanwhile, the Lakers will be facing the Portland Trail Blazers without their guy, Damian Lillard. The series looked like it was over before Damian injured his knee. Now it's all but over and it's about waiting to see what happens in the next round. In the meantime, we're sitting here asking ourselves what will the NBA do in light of the Jacob Blake shooting? We know that the Toronto Raptors has discussed uh, not playing. Uh, We know that other teams are having similar discussions. Um, George, you and I talked before the show about how much of this we should be talking about and how much we should be covering. And my feelings were we're going to let the athletes tell us how important it is to them. And this seems to be a topic that isn't going away anytime soon. So, George is not there.
1: Yeah, he's rebooting right now. But you're right, LZ. Like th- this is a, a time when you have to be listening to the players and what they want to do. And if they feel like it's the best idea to sit in this game, then they absolutely should. I'm with you.
0: Yeah, you know, and I, I certainly understand, uh, Greg, you know, the arguments about not losing your platform in order to bring attention to the issues but I'm just of the belief and maybe I'm too militant. I got too much Malcolm X with my L to the Z, but I just feel like the awareness part of, we kind of got checked. Like people are aware now, right? Like talking about these issues helps us not to forget them. But I think by and large, we're recognizing a nation that is aware for the most part that there is an issue. Now I want to see us go from being awareness focused to activation focus. And we've seen LeBron James, we've seen Trey Young, we've seen others form organizations that's about the actions. And so my question is that if the players do decide to protest by not playing, then what is the action to follow up with that? Because you can't protest, in my opinion, to try to bring attention to the issue because I think, especially right now, we're very aware of the issues, generally speaking.
1: Yeah, no, I think we are pretty aware of what's or very aware of what's going on. But I think doing what they're doing. Yes, they have kind of I don't. I wouldn't say they lost their voice being in the bubble because they have they still have a very large platform that, and they talk about everything after games and whatever what you ha- what have you. But if you sit out this one game, LZ, I feel like. That that is a way of protest that is showing that, look, even though we're in this bubble this and we can't really do anything on the outside until the season is over and the finals are all over, this is our time. We can actually affect some sort of change like, hey, look what's happening right here. we This is such a big thing that we are willing to sit out of this game, a playoff game, not just some regular season bubble game, a playoff game right now to, to show how important this is to us.
0: Yeah, but this isn't the first time that's happened. <laughs> you know, but in this situation. We don't, we don't, well, and, and this, this is my point, is, is that, you know, in this conversation, we spent a lot of time focusing in on, you know, the men. But the WNBA already had protests of this nature years ago, during the postseason. In fact, during the finals, during the finals, They protested yeah, one team took a knee the other team just flat out left the court doing the national anthem We look right now at the WNBA They're protesting one of the owners Senator Kelly Loeffler because they didn't like the things she had to say about the black lives movement They didn't just bring awareness to it They wore t-shirts to say to vote for her opponent And then that opponent got a huge financial bump because the WNBA players did that so when I say things like I'm good with you bringing awareness to it, but Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to need you to do more than just recognize racism exists. I think we got that part. I need you to be a little bit stronger now in order to get any kind of credit in this conversation. And it's because I'm seeing examples of women leading this charge, even though we keep focusing in on the men.
2: LZ, uh, sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. I was literally there, and then all of a sudden I was gone, so I apologize for you do
0: not have to apologize, George. I think I left you on air by yourself for an hour on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in no position to be mad at you because of technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) It was
2: so weird. I could hear you, but it was very faint, and and then I just switched to a different uh, – channel basically for lack of a better oh, phrase for the people so in the basically audience
0: you just do me like my son i can hear you it's very faint so i just switched you off and just did something else with my time pretty much yeah that's exactly yeah, pretty happened. much yeah, that's
2: right. um <laughs> so, so anyway i had teased that you and i would go around the nba uh we don't yes. have a ton of time so let's try to do that real quick lords you have some music for me all right let me hear it ah that always gets me go. ready for the NBA. All right, LZ, let's go around here. Tanya Ganguly is going to join us in less than 10 minutes uh, from the bubble of the LA Times, Lakers beat reporter. Uh, we've already talked a lot about Luka. We've talked a lot about your boy Jamal Murray, maybe the 29th best player in the NBA. Uh, how about <laughs> the Chris Paul revenge tour? Are you here for the Chris Paul revenge tour as Oklahoma City tied this thing up? Are you buying that Chris Paul can guide this team past the Houston Rockets?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris Paul is still an all-star. Chris Paul is still one of the top five point guards in this league. I don't know why people feel as if because things didn't work out in Houston that that was somehow Chris Paul's fault. It's not. You can't be a top dog if you're a top dog, doesn't feel that way about defense. Chris Paul feels that way about defense. James Harden doesn't, and that's what I believe Chris Paul was, hard, was mad about, and that's why I didn't work out, and yet to her, I'm all here for it.
2: Yeah, I'm with you too. Like, I, Look, this Oklahoma City team is tough defensively. They are – I've got some crazy stats on them. You ready? Listen to this. This is just insane what they've been able to accomplish together, okay, or what they've been able to accomplish this year. The Thunder are the best clutch team in the NBA. I know that's been talked about a lot on those broadcasts, right? Which is the last five minutes of the game within five points or less, they have the best record in the league in those situations. But here's the other thing they're the best at. Did you know that the Thunder LZ are the best team that when they're down 15 points or more, they have more wins in the NBA than anyone else when they have trailed by 15 points or more this season. And that's Chris Paul, man, getting that stuff done.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the difference between a team that gets behind because they're beating themselves and correct those errors versus a team that can't keep up. I suspect they get down early because they're beating themselves. And when they clean that up, they're right back in the game.
2: Uh, Next, do you have, speaking of that series, though, how much pressure is there to bring Russell Westbrook back already, even though he's suffering that quad injury, he's missed the first four games of the series?
0: Man, you know how garbage you have to be of a squad to have to rush back Russ Westbrook just to get out of the first round? Like, like I understand, you know, that he is a Hall of Famer and you know, triple doubles galore. He makes a lot of it work. I get all of that. But come on, man. You mean to tell me you can't get out of the first round without all hands on deck? How are you gonna beat the Lakers? Man, stop. Yeah, so no, if with they you have to do that, yeah, you're just not that big of a threat.
2: Yeah, they just don't have a lot there beyond, you know, James Harden, right? Like, when Russ isn't there. Like, when you're trying to create a thing with Jeff Green, which, look, about 10 other teams have tried to create that same thing. It hasn't necessarily <laughs> worked out. Like, you know, you know you're know, you in trouble from a roster perspective. Let's move over to the Eastern Conference for a second. And, again, Tanya Ganguly, who covers the Lakers from the for the L.A. Times, will join us in a couple of minutes. Stick around for that. The Milwaukee Bucks, LZ, even though it looks like they are going to win that series against the Orlando Magic here and probably finish it up pretty soon, they have struggled more in that series than most people anticipated. Do you believe the Bucks are on upset alert, whether it's in this round against Miami coming up or against the Raptors? How do you feel about their prospective matchups against either of those two teams?
0: I am starting to believe that just as Chris Paul was on a revenge tour, so are the Toronto Raptors. And I believe they should be considered the favorites to come out of the East at this point, based upon how they're playing. Based upon how all the teams are playing in the Eastern Conference, the Toronto Raptors to me, and it's not just because of the series against the Nets, it's just because of them all season long. That is a squad, dog, that Mm -hmm. comes at you in ways. They have multiple All-Stars, they got a Defensive Player of the Year, they got all the pieces, including the coach, the current coach of the year. I would not be surprised one bit, George Sedano, if the mm-hmm. Toronto Raptors took out Milwaukee. What say you? Uh,
2: I would not be surprised either if that were the case. Um, I actually think Milwaukee's got their hands full with Miami, to be honest with you. like If that series went six or even seven, would that surprise you?
0: No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. That's a talented squad coached by a really good coach, and they're disciplined and they know who they are. And I think they got something. He's not going to be a Giannis stopper per se, but I think Bam can take some of his favorite things away, him being Giannis under the cupo. He can take some of his favorite things away and just make him more perimeter oriented with his jump shot. And I will live and die on him taking 30-footers.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree, too. I think that, that that's one of those things where you look at it and you say that Bam has actually fared, fared fairly well when he's had to guard Giannis individually this season, maybe as well as good as anyone, really, this season. Giannis is shooting about 40% against Bam one-on-one this season when you extrapolate the numbers. They also have Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, Andre Goddala to throw at him. It could be interesting. Last but not least, the Philadelphia 76ers, their GM, Elton Brand, says they are not trading Embiid or Simmons. Do you like the strategy before we break to talk to Tanya about the Lakers
0: no I don't when you're that bad for the last two seasons in terms of expectations everything should be on the table if you're not willing to put everything on the table you don't recognize where you are right now that's just the way I feel these aren't young kids and beat is you know what is he 27 now no and beat is 26 and Ben is 25 Yeah, no, these aren't kids anymore, man. This is this is winning time. So I think everything needs to be on the table.
2: Uh, I don't disagree with that part of it, um, but you have to be blown away, I think, if you're Elton Brand. I think the problem is Elton Brand has been a bad constructor of this roster. Uh, two years ago, two seasons ago, technically three now, when in the 17-18 season, when they had J.J. Redick, Ersan Lisova, Marco Bellinelli on this roster, and they had shooting around Embiid and Simmons – Embiid and Simmons were a plus 15 and a half in 1,300 minutes. The following year, they lost Ilyasov and Bellinelli and just had JJ. They were a plus 7.9 in 1,400 minutes together. This season, without any of those shooters, they were only a plus 0.6 in 840 minutes. They got to do a better job. If you're going to keep them, you better put some shooting around those guys because if not, you're in for a long haul here. Uh, all right. That'll do it for our fast break segment. Tanya Ganguly covers the Lakers for the LA Times. She's in the bubble. We will talk to her in about two minutes.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
0: Dallas was up early in this game, but the Los Angeles Clippers have come back. They're up now 20-16. to 16. Make that now 20-19, to 19, Dallas. Stepping out from the bubble from that game, covers the Los Angeles Lakers for your Los Angeles time is Tanya Gangluga. Tanya! How are you doing? Are you with us? Can you I'm hear me? I'm doing
4: well. How are you? I am
0: good, my friend. I'm, how many weeks have you been in the bubble? Let's start there.
4: Um, I think it's been six weeks.
0: Yeah, I got here on six July 12th, so it's been six weeks. So you're before the players, is that correct?
4: No, uh, the players got in no. like two or three days before I did. So, uh, yeah, I um, I got in with my. They only had a thirty-six hour quarantine, though. I had a whole week's quarantine, so I I feel like I went through some struggles at the beginning there.
0: <laughs> Let's start right with where you are right now, which is this Clippers Dallas game, which is now twenty-five to sixteen. The Clippers have had a hands full with both Luca. As well as Paul George, what's which of the two players have been the biggest issue as to why this is a two-two series? Is it the play of Luca or the non-play of Paul?
4: I think they've both kind of combined to create issues for the Clippers, and I really felt like I really felt like heading into this game that there would be a huge priority on that—that um, that they would prioritize trying to take away Luca, and that you know I mean with Paul George, it's like it's tough because he, his issue was shooting, and one of the, and, and even making those those uh, little layups and the problem with talking about that too much and placing an emphasis on that is you can get into your head and just continue to spiral but Paul seems to have had a good start to this game so this could be a game where he turns things around.
2: Tanya Ganguly of the LA Times with us here. Tanya thanks for hanging out. Um, Let's get to the Lakers part of this. What has been the biggest difference in the particularly this last game that we've seen from the guys not named AD and LeBron like what what has been the impetus for their better play here recently
4: I mean it's kind of there's been a little bit of what we're talking about falling more, but you know I think the Lakers just had a really tremendous plan for Damian Lillard and what they've done is really completely taken out of the game and Portland really struggles when they don't have him as- when they don't have him able to do what he does. So once they did that, I think, I mean, it's really just the defense that they played on, the defense that they played on lowered, uh, Caruso is a big part of that. KCP's handled that a little bit. Um, that, that's just really broken their spirit. And it's kind of, it's kind of surprising because they were such a, the, the way that they got into the playoffs was so inspiring. But um, I think, you know, they're, they're, they seem to be emotionally worn. They're not going to have Damien tomorrow. Um, in, in Game Five, so they by taking that away, they really just crushed their spirits.
0: Uh, Tanya, a number of reporters in the bubble have all sort of expressed that the spirits of the players has been as low as it's ever been in the bubble since the shooting of Jacob Blake. Is that your yeah. assessment, having been there?
4: I mean, it's it's a, just a very difficult thing for. For everyone in here, I think um, you know LeBron. Yesterday, I kind of, I, I, it's, it's hard to, you know, I, I went into the posting thinking I think LeBron will probably want to talk about this, but at this point, I just didn't really know what to ask anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's the situation that keeps happening, and they keep having to talk about it. And sometimes I feel like, why is it, why do they, why is it their burden? Like, why do they have to answer for this? every time it happened. But I asked him a question about whether he thought that, whether he thought that, you know, they made a mistake by coming here, which was a sentiment that George Hill expressed earlier in the day. And he kind of took it in a different direction because Yvonne has always felt like it was important to come here. Um, And he took it in a different direction and spent maybe like 10 minutes talking about being black in America, the way that you interact with police, the way that you fear police as a, as a child if you're a black child in america um, and you know that's that's been Anthony Davis talked about that last night, um, but you know it is like it is very emotional i mean i was I, I was watching Su today, and he was just like i'm just I'm just not in an emotional space i'm just not in the same emotional space right now. Um, Jalen Brand has been so eloquent in talking about these issues every day he you know, there were times where he was just putting his, his hand over his face and and stumbling over his words just because he was you know, it's it's really hard. It's hard for them and those two guys that I just mentioned, they've been actually thinking I and mean, I don't it, it's I would be surprised if, if this actually happened, but they've been like, should we even be here? Should we play the series against each other in a few days?
0: Are you aware of me if it's already been reported, but is there anything within the bubble to help these players with their mental health? We know about the fishing. We know about the food. We know about the haircuts. But this is really difficult for a lot of us, particularly those who happen to be black. Is there anything in the bubble to help the players deal with this from a mental health perspective?
4: There are. Uh, yes, there is. Um, you know, we, everybody in the bubble fills out a form every day with your symptoms. And on that form, there's also a question that says, would you like to speak to a mental health professional? Um, so they do have resources here uh, to, to handle that. I mean, because I think everybody knew when, when, this, when this began, everybody knew that there would be several different layers of, of, difficult, of, of difficult emotional things that people would be dealing with. Um, and so, yes, that is an option. That is something that we have access to.
2: Tanya Ganguly of the LA Times with us here. Tanya, there was talk, obviously, about the Celtics and Raptors uh, potentially not playing their first game in the Eastern Conference yeah. semis. Has there been any talk about the Lakers about not playing any games moving forward?
4: Well, the Lakers really haven't seen it that way. I mean, obviously, Avery Bradley didn't come. Dwight Howard talked about that a little bit. Um, we haven't actually been able to speak to Dwight Howard in about six weeks, but yeah. Um, LeBron and Kyle Kuzma were asked about that last night and you know they just I I think Kuzma put it like you know what this is our job we had to do this we had to do this for the sake of keeping our profession alive um but but uh and and you know Frank Vogel today was talking about how he he said I've not heard any of our guys say that they would want to do that but but he also said I would understand if they did. So um, I don't think that's something that the Lakers are thinking about. But its it has been. It, I mean, I think everyone here has felt this, uh, this
2: has been very difficult for everyone. Gotcha. Tanya Ganguly of the LA Times this year. Tanya, thank you so much for joining us from the bubble. We appreciate it. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again.
4: No thanks, problem, neighbor. Thanks
0: Maybe I'll see you again one day.
4: No problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. Uh, that's Tanya Ganguly live- of the L- L.A. Times. We live that's very right. She close is your neighbor. She does live downtown. Yes.
0: Yeah. She lives downtown, and we yeah. both uh, used to run into each other before she was fied.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's right. Uh, by the way, Kawhi and company, 30, up 33-18, 15 points for the Clippers, 339 to go in the first, and Kawhi is 6-6 six for six to start the game. Kawhi is done with this series, it seems like. Uh, that's well, that's you- kind of uh, –
0: well, George, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but I, I kind of knew that the Dallas Mavericks were in trouble when I saw the Kawhi Leonard had gotten his hair done. He, he's got the cornrows tightened up again because he was a little fuzzy yeah. that last game. But now yeah. he's tight. He looks like Toronto Kawhi. Real tight, yeah. real firm, yeah. little braids. So I think, he, I think you're right. I think he's about business right now.
2: Luca's mad at the refs. They're they're letting them they're letting the Clippers get away with some physicality and uh he is not having it. He is upset. He's jawing at them. I love his fire his feistiness. Like I love it. I love it. Even though Come on, Luka. He, he's Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be able to win this one tonight, but uh because I just think the Clippers are that locked in and when Kawhi's that locked in, it's over. But uh all right, coming up next, L Z. Speaking of over, something that's not over. College football is trying to tell you, LZ, oh, we're coming whether you believe us or not. I'll explain what that means in just a second. Stick
3: around. We are back in two minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. The Clippers are what dancing right now. Up, they're up
2: 15, LZ. Clippers are up 15 right now. Kawhi is locked are you, in.
0: Are you going to let Laura do this to us? Are we just going to blow <laughs> right by this song and just focus in on I mean, basketball? go
2: ahead. I was dancing. I don't know about you.
0: I, I'm not just – uh-oh, I didn't realize they had inserted Boban. Oh, this is over now. This is over. Boban,
2: it's crazy because Boban actually was – that when Bobo was on the floor in the last game, that's when they made their crazy comeback, when they were down 20-something yep. points.
0: Yep. If Bo, if this were the 80s or 90s, Boban would be an all-star. Oh, for
2: sure. For sure. <laughs> Boban was 20 years, 30 years too early, man. Yeah,
0: because it's not just being tall. He's actually really talented. He's, he's just, great offensively, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just slow as, you know. Oh, hell. Slow yeah. like, the, like the post office. Yeah. Be nice to the post office. We need them right now. Um, that, was my, that was my side commentary. Yes, yes. So that was uh, it, yeah. So, LZ. Um, yes, sir. <sighs> college football. So, they,
2: uh, sure. you know, they're powering through, uh, unless you're the Pac-12 or the Big Ten. Although, I don't know if you've seen these protests with the Big Ten families um, there was one yes, on I, Friday. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. It, it's, Absolutely it's ridiculous. Wild, right. I, I think it's strange. But So here's what happened today. The college football playoff selection committee met, and they confirmed that they will have a playoff this year. Now, the strange part of this is that it was voted, and the Pac-12 and Big Ten were part of this today. And they voted to have the college football playoff. But I don't know if I could consider this college football playoff legitimate, let alone the champion legitimate, if the Big Ten or the Pac-12 isn't in there because, well, Ohio State, number one, right, like, <laughs> is in theory would be a top five team easily, um, probably top three. And then Oregon is seemingly knocking at the door, right, in that top five. So it just feels weird that they would vote yes there. <laughs> and and I just I can't feel it. Like I am looking at college football and I'm saying to myself, and I love college football LZ, but it's like yo, no one is going to buy that this is going to be a real championship. Like this, I am not an asterisk person. Like, I've always kind of laughed at Shaq because that's kind of like part of his brand. Remember before the bubble, he said there'll be an asterisk, uh, you know, and he was doing that to the Spurs all those years. But in college football, I legitimately think there'll be an asterisk because there's two whole conferences missing.
0: Yeah, there is. But you know what? College football, like every sport, has to figure out how to exist in the current situation. And I'm not going to punish coaches – administrators or students, because this pandemic has us all scratching our heads and trying to figure things out. Like, I don't think, like to me, an asterisk is, isn't is when something affects everybody, right? Like this is affecting everybody. I think asterisk should be reserved for when it's a special case, not when it's a blanket case. And the way that this pandemic has impacted everyone is pretty much a blanket. So why give an asterisk to it when everyone had to suffer through the same things,
2: no, I get that. But you're going to have a bunch of teams not playing
0: like that are part of the Power Five. You're assuming that they're going to be able to pull this thing off without other teams not having to. Oh play. well, no. Oh, we're, so you're saying you're I just mean, saying that the season's so I mean, not going
2: to get not going to conclude is what you're saying. I,
0: yeah, I mean, I, like, I mean, like we're assuming right that okay, so you have a postseason, you have a playoff. What's to say that a week before the playoff? Five guys on one team don't come down with COVID. It's not like they're in a bubble, right? Right. And then all of a sudden now that team can't play, you know? So, I mean, everyone's going to have to deal with something. The Lakers are dealing with shorthandedness because we don't have Avery Bradley. Mm-hmm. Other teams are dealing with things. You look over at the U.S. Open with tennis. Roger Federer's not playing. Other players, like three of the top five women players have all decided to sit down. Is Serena going to say this in the asterisk Trophy? I doubt it. She's going to be like, this is real because I made it through. So, to me, COVID is all part of all the elements that can impact the outcome of a season. And I'm not going to punish administrators, students, or athletes simply because they won a championship under ridiculous circumstances.
2: I love it. You finally snuck in tennis. I was wondering when you were going to mention U.S. Open or Serena or something. It was, like
0: that. It was, it was my third time. I had a Billie Jean King quote. Well, you did I, have
2: a Billie Jean King I, reference, but I thought more of a yeah. uh, modern reference is what I was referring to, yes. Yes. Well,
0: then, uh, I mean, I can keep going.
2: You want me to? No, it's
0: okay. John, is- John Isner lost today. Uh, tennis Sangren <laughs> lost today. Serena came back and won in her match. I can go on. Listen, I, I, unlike uh, your your the previous
2: show you worked on, I actually watch tennis and like it. So
0: uh, you know, so I don't have a huge issue with it. I, but you know, what? I never understood. I was like Los Angeles specifically, and California in general is. The sport is huge out here. Yeah. You can't walk five steps without seeing attendance courts in most parts of L.A. Mm-hmm. So why are you so adverse to talking about the sport? I don't understand.
2: I, I love it. I just don't think most people care about it. That's the only thing. Yeah, I Unless it's Serena. True. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's different. Serena, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's different. That's true. She's mainstream. That's true. Um, speaking yeah. of mainstream, I, now, you and I are both LAFC fans. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard, but there's this dude named Lynn Messi, who's like the best in the sport.
0: And yeah, yeah, I know
2: I am. He's sure fighting with.
0: A lot.
2: Yeah, he's fighting with his club in Barcelona. He says he wants out. They're saying you can leave, but it's going to cost 870 million in a transfer fee because you didn't opt out by July 1st. Now he's saying that that'll mean bleep that he is that he has made it known to them that he wants out. And now it may not matter. There may be a club in Europe that will spend it but he's going to fight them on the transfer fee. So what I'm saying is this. If we can find a way to start a GoFundMe or we can kind of find a way to get a lawyer in Europe, particularly in Spain, that can get him out of this transfer fee thing, I think we can get him to play at Bank of California Stadium. What do you think?
0: Wait, wait, hold on one second. Hold on. We just, one of two things. Uh, uh, we have two plans of action here. Wait, wait, oh, oh, hello? Hello? Uh, yeah, yeah, Rich, Rich Paul, Rich Paul. Is this you? Yeah, can you do that AD <laughs> thing again? Is, you have time to pull an AD. Yeah, his name is Messi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, can we do? Can we try that? Can he pull? Yeah. Can he pull an AD? Yeah, is that a thing in in, yeah. in soccer? I don't know.
2: Yeah. No, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if they if you can pull that off in soccer. Now, but Laura, can you imagine Messi in LA. Yeah, no, uh, it would be it would be ridiculous. Um. Laura, now, correct me if I'm wrong. You have told me in the past that you uh, are uh, looked at, you get the side eye from your family because you are not a soccer fan.
0: Is that correct?
4: Correct. My mom always tells me I'm not Mexican because I don't like soccer. I mean, you know well, what I mean, I'm saying? Girl, like,
0: I mean, I ain't trying to tell you about your business, but you know. <laughs> but, you know, I don't mess with Mama. Mama kind of knows best, I feel like, not in here. this
4: situation. Not on okay. this one. I mean,
0: okay. Okay. you couldn't fake it just for a little bit. I mean, the game Ain't nobody that damn trying low. to fake
4: nothing, LZ. Ain't nobody got time to be fake. Oh, it, no.
0: wow. No. I mean,
2: I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, no. I mean,
4: no. I mean,
0: I you hear you. You can't sell me I on that one. You. I'm sorry.
3: It's okay. <laughs> no.
0: it's all right. So, are you not a soccer fan because you're trying to be different, like that Ray Marcellus keeps pretending like he's a Clipper fan, or are you legitimately bored? By soccer.
4: Yeah, I can't get into it. The only time that I watched soccer was when I used to work at a different station and they played, they did the World Cup, and I had to work that. That's the only time that I saw it.
2: Yeah. I just want LAFC to just win. So if they can find a way, we can find a way to get messy. You know what I mean?
0: Well, we might need them because Carlos is hurt. I know. MCL. Yeah. Not good. No bueno. MC, what the hell? Yeah, no bueno, LZ. No bueno.
2: No uh, all right, you and I are going to take a break, and then you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk to Alan Sliwa because tonight's Lakers talk.
0: All right, oh, you excellent. ready for that? I like that. Yes, yeah. sir. All
2: right, so Sliwa's going to stop by. Uh, we're going to talk to Sliwa. It is – oh, before we get to Sliwa, we never celebrated the anniversary today. Happy 20th anniversary to the movie Bring It On. And Gabriel Union, God bless you. You have not aged one damn day in those 20 years.
0: I wonder where the painting is. (laughs) The painting. (laughs) She's got one of those paintings, right? Kind of hidden away, you know? (laughs) That's doing all the aging for her. No, she is spectacular. And you know what the funny thing is? Is that, you know, 20 years ago, I wasn't really paying attention because the topic was cheerleading and blah, blah, blah. Right, right. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie that made a a really strong statement. Yeah. About cultural appropriation. Like, it is a good movie. Yes. It's so good. I was like I was so blinded to the overt political statement being made because I was caught up in the cheerleading.
2: Right, 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 right. My wife and I, one of the few movies we actually like watching together, bring it on. Um really? we don't we don't have the it's same taste in movies.
0: So. Which one of you say it's already been brought? Is it her or you? <laughs> <laughs> it's her <laughs> It's her <laughs> It's already been brought Oh uh, snap That that changed the whole landscape Yeah Laura, do you like Bring It On?
4: I love it I grew up on that, man What kind okay. of question is that?
2: I'm just asking I don't know You don't well, like men- You don't, you don't, don't like peanuts. soccer And you don't You don't, you don't eat, peanuts, eat peanuts, peanuts
1: And you don't ride a bike Okay, okay. First, first of all I'm <laughs> allergic yeah. to peanuts Can we drop that? <sighs> Greg, just do so you me like ask, the movie? What
0: kind of question that is when you know you get all these things that's foul about you. Right. Don't be asking us questions like that. Yes.
1: I like every movie with Elijah Dushku. There's always going oh, to be Oh, she's very good in the movie too actually.
2: That is a yes. good point. So which
0: one yes. is that?
1: She's
2: Elijah Dushku that. is the is the, the girl on uh, the, the, the on the white cheerleading squad that's kind, that could. wasn't a cheerleader originally but she kind of like got into it because whatever like it was the
1: thing to do. Yeah, she was kind of the badass, and she didn't want to do it, but then she kind of went in anyway. And yeah, she really
2: would make good. fun of cheerleaders, right? right? But she became a cheerleader.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, I remember her. She I was mean, the one, was was one these married to Rick be, Fox.
2: Married to Rick Fox. Yeah, yeah, for a number of years. Yeah.
0: Wait, Rick Fox had Vanessa Williams and Eliza Dushku.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, damn. I
2: mean, put that up against anybody.
0: He's all right, like we got to
2: go. Trump, Laura he? says we got to go, LZ. We got to stop talking, bring it on, and, and bring on Alan Slewa Let's see if he can bring it on. Slewa, Lakers talk, crosstalk, next.
5: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology marketing and creative legal and administrative and customer support at robert half we know talent visit roberthalf.com today
2: sedano and lz with you here lakers talk is coming up here in just a few moments as the lakers take a three games to one lead on the blazers in a series that feels all but over uh we've spent more time talking about the clippers today because it's just was more interesting i think um, but Alan Slewa is here now. Alan Slewa, did you watch Bring It On when you were younger? I it was, did. It's now back, twenty year anniversary. Back
6: in the days, yeah, absolutely, I did. I, you know, what's funny? There, there's certain movies that I don't know. They don't, they don't resonate, and I have to go back and be like, wait, did I see that movie or not? So I heard you guys just talking about Bring It On, and it took me a second. I had to, I had to go back, take a look. Okay, let me, let me make sure that this was the one. But yeah, it's been a while, uh, but I did see it.
2: I mean, how many cheerleading movies have you heard of? You know what I mean? Like, there's not that many. Or how many I'll give, I'll how give
6: many? my top ten right now. Uh, no, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I'll say, you be proud of your cheerleading movies. I mean, I'm going to mock you, but you can be proud of them. You go right there. <laughs> I don't know if
6: I know another one. That might be the only one. It's the only no, one on yeah, the well,
0: sequel, right? Wasn't it like bringing It On? There was a couple or bring, of sequels. Some but or something like that? Yeah, you Bring know? It On Again. And, and,
2: Bring it on again, and it, it didn't have any of the characters that were in the first one. None of the. It was basically a cheap knockoff because it didn't have Gabrielle, it didn't have Kirsten Dunst, it didn't have uh, Elijah Dushku. It was just a like, yeah, another complete different cast, basically. Well, um, I'm, I'm googling so anyway,
6: best cheerleading movies. Haven't found one that I've recognized yet, but I'll keep you guys posted. Definitely I mean, Bring It On posted. is
2: the one. Yeah, it's after Bring It On. After Bring It On. Um, the Lakers brought it on, Alan Slewa didn't they?
6: You know what, George? M- remember we were talking and you were just mentioning this right now. You're saying that it almost feels like this round is over and you're starting to yeah. you know, pay attention to the second round, which I think most Laker fans are starting to do. What an interesting week for the Lakers. I, I thought yesterday's game we were going to find out if this is a team that allows the Portland Trail Blazers team to hang around. Are they going to give them an opportunity, give them some hope, tie the series at 2 2? Or are they going to have this killer instinct that, you know, we really haven't seen Lakers play flawless basketball since back in March? Um, and, and I just thought, look, I, I thought yesterday was. I know where the Blazers are. Of course, Damian Lillard with with his um, uh, knee injury, but all that matters is by the time halftime came, Lakers were up 29 points, completely dominated. Good, Good performance by the Lakers, and it lets you know at least that mentally they're ready to move on to the next round too.
0: Sugar and Spice, that was a good cheerleading movie. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you guys remember sugar and spice? I didn't see that one. Sugar and spice sounds like something I could see on like Showtime or Cinemax at like one in the morning.
0: <laughs> no, they were like <laughs> cheerleaders Cinemax. who robbed the banks. They were cheerleaders yeah. who were also bank robbers. Wow! Very, very now compelling. let me
2: tell you that 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 might intrigue me, depending on my state of mind.
6: There so you go, we, Do we got to go back and watch this one? I mean, is this a recommendation?
0: Well, I'm looking at the – because I listen to you, Alan. You're a very wise man. So I Google, Google best cheerleader movies. <laughs> and Entertainment Weekly has 15 of the top cheerleading movies of all time. Bring it on, obviously, was on the list. But I'd forgotten that I had also, I had also seen Sugar and Spice.
2: Well, there
6: we go. Now right, we got I'm, it. Now we got it. So now we got something go. to do this weekend. There yeah. isn't, there a
2: Lakers, isn't there a Lakers girl biopic or something? Uh, didn't I read that somewhere where Paul Abdul is doing something like that?
0: Hmm. I'm not I thought sure. it was like a reality TV show. No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> something for backstage Lakers. I was going to say they uh, that. They used to
6: always show that on Spectrum. Where every time the girls, they'd have the tryouts every year. They yeah, they yeah. Always I've seen it. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah
0: I yeah. have seen it. We're, uh, we're so- talking about cheerleaders because Dame is out and the series is over. So there's nothing else to say, right? <laughs> I mean, but he's not out. Out is he? I'm told that he's not playing Game Five. Out game oh.
6: five and potentially uh, Chris Haynes had uh, put out a tweet saying that um, even if it goes six games, there's a good chance he wouldn't be able to go six or seven.
2: Uh, yeah. So that that's well, the then,
6: that's the this series is over part.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's and let's not forget that poor CJ McCollum needs a backiatomy. You know what I mean? Like he's uh, he, he's out there with a broken back, literally. Uh, so Alan, I'll ask you the question then: mm-hmm. OKC or Houston? Who would you rather see?
6: So I, I find myself rooting for the Thunder and uh, you know I, I don't think I don't think this will backfire but there's just something about the Rockets and Lakers have played them twice since they started going 6-7 in underball. Um, they've played them on two different occasions and I, listen I don't think I think over a 7 game set Lakers are going to handle business with either team. Um, but I'd rather see just less stars, right? I mean if you just look at it from that perspective, give me the Oklahoma City Thunder who are um, who were impressive this year. I mean, just think about what they did, what they accomplished. Think about, you know, what you guys were just talking about Paul George, the haul they got back when they traded Paul George away to the, uh, to the Clippers. Uh, Chris Paul, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Dennis Schroeder. I mean, um, these are players that all um, outperformed what everybody thought they were going to do. But I still take that team and not have to worry about James Harden and potentially Russell Westbrook in the second round. Um, I take take the Oklahoma State Thunder and I put out a tweet just asking the same question. And overwhelmingly, it seems like there's a lot of Laker fans out there. They want to face the Thunder instead of the Rockets.
0: I am leaning towards that direction, too. You know, I think the Thunder – I don't think either team will eliminate the Lakers. But I do believe that the Lakers, particularly LeBron, will expend less energy – eliminating the Thunder versus the Rockets, which are going to force him to fly around the perimeter for four to five, six games maybe in order to beat them. The OKC squad, they're not constructed like that. So he won't, even though they shoot threes and they have some really good shooters like Gallinari and obviously Chris Paul, um, SGA is, 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 is fantastic, blah, 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 blah. I get that. The entire Houston offense is about making you fly around the perimeter whereas I don't feel that's the same way with OKC and their offense. George, do
6: you look at do you look at the Rockets? I mean, John always says this. John says that, you know, he's picking, all right, if I have four teams to pick that can win an NBA championship, he'll go he puts Milwaukee, he puts the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Toronto Raptors, but he gives like a half pick to the Houston uh, to the Houston Rockets. Are are you one of those that looks at that Rockets team and says Because it's so different than what we're accustomed to, the style of play, the fact that they got so many small guys, Tucker is their five, whatever the case is, do you give the Rockets uh, a a fighter's shot at potentially beating? Okay, so that answers that. Yeah, I
2: give them a puncher's chance. I've been pretty staunch in that belief um, throughout the season, and especially when they tripled down on small ball with Robert Covington and P.J. Tucker as their two front court players. And I think that if you look at the Lakers this season, if there is an area of where they've where they've been challenged, right, is teams that can play five out, hmm. right? When you have teams that can play five out, it it challenges them a bit because AD is reluctant or has been reluctant for the most part this season, averaging only about seven and a half, eight minutes a game playing center. Now he did play the fifteen minutes earlier this uh this series where they ended up turning things around but because of that uh because the Lakers want to play Dwight and want to play JaVale I think teams that can spread the floor with five guys that can play on the perimeter have put them in a tougher bind at times and I think that Houston clearly (laughs) is capable of doing that so whereas OKC wants to play Steven Adams, mm-hmm. and I feel like that plays into the Lakers' hands a little bit. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I think that the Rockets are the team you'd prefer to avoid, and I still think the Rockets are going to end up pulling out the series, though.
6: Well, unfortunately, uh doesn't look like I'll be – Doing a Dallas Mavericks post-game show tonight. I thought maybe if they went up three games to two to the Clippers, why not just stay here and, and just do a Mavs post-game show? I don't think that's going to happen, guys. <laughs> well, let me ask you <laughs> this.
2: LZ and I were talking a lot about Luka today. We joked that he is L.A.'s favorite non-Laker player right now. Is that fair to say?
6: I For some reason on Sunday, and I was texting back and forth with uh, with MT, but Sunday when that game was going on, I mean I was standing up as if I was born and raised in Dallas and you know this was Or from Slovenia Or from yeah. Slovenia but it was like it was the most important <laughs> game of the year and you know that that just that, actually you know what it shows more than anything George as much as people are talking about all oh, the clippers you know uh, it's 2 to 2 maybe they don't get out of the first round really what it shows is you know the clippers are stacked you know this is going to end up being the lakers and the clippers in the western conference finals and as much as I want to, I put my Laker hat on. This is gonna—it's gonna be an incredibly difficult matchup for both sides. So mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. fact that you're worried about the Clippers. That's why you ruined so much for the Mavs.
0: I cannot believe you guys are dismissing the Mavs in this game already. The Mavs can still go up three-two. They're only down twenty-five points or something like that. Hey, they I did mean, it already.
6: But, you're right. They did it in they,
0: Game Four. I was going to yeah. say they've already proven they yeah. can do
2: it. Still yeah don't they, think uh, they did they <laughs> did do that once. I don't see that happening again. They're up fifty eight to forty with six zero four to go. and Paul George, seven of twelve in this game thus far.
6: you know it, it is uh, I was listening to you guys and with the Kendrick Perkins and just having the conversation specifically on Paul George. um the one thing I didn't understand in this series, and you know, he's enough of a vet. and like you mentioned, George, just when you had chances to cover him back when he was with the pacers and it was the pacers and heat going at it. one thing I didn't understand about Paul George. Why, when he's struggling so much offensively, did he just not say, "You know what? I'm guarding Luca. That let me let me be the guy on defense." You know, how times we talk about Anthony Davis and say, "Oh, we want to see him more aggressive on offense. Why isn't he doing more, taking more shots?" But I never feel like AD changes on the defensive side. I'm I'm just surprised that the Clippers and Paul George specifically. Um, why are you putting players other than Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on on Luca? That part I never understood, especially for Paul George because he was struggling so much offensively.
2: I, I I'll tell you this: if Kawhi Leonard specifically, mm-hmm. uh, if LeBron would have done what Kawhi and Paul George did, not guard Luca at the end of that game, it would have been He'd it would have killed. led every talk show in America mm. the next day.
6: Yeah, yeah that's so. and that's the, that's the LeBron James portion. But you're 100 percent right.
2: Yeah. What do you got today? What do you got today on the show before we go?
6: All right, Alex Caruso coming up here at seven thirty, so we'll get a chance to uh, talk to Alex Caruso and preview a little bit of Game Four, and Brad Turner from the LA Times.
2: All right, the Caruso and uh, NBA, we love it, we love it. BT. So
0: till AC, I'm still a- waiting for my T-shirt. I'm still waiting, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. Hope, I'm uh, on it. Hope it's not a hope uh, it's not a pyramid scheme. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh,
2: Alan, have a great show, buddy. All right, guys, thank you see you there he is alan with laker talk coming up next lz my friend yes, another excellent show by you and i i believe today
0: you know i think grammys are coming our way do you get grammys for radio shows It just, just seems like I it's think all we'll in the like i think we'll
2: have we'll we're, we're we're gonna end up being egot winners at the end of this one i think personally wow uh,
0: but well, we definitely but, got the uh, ego between the two of us we just need a tea Correct. Uh, So thanks
2: to LZ. Thanks to Laura and Greg, as always, as well, for their contributions and help. Uh, Thanks to Amin. Thanks to Kendrick Perkins and Tanya Ganguly for joining us. Alan Sliwa Lakers Talk is up next. You guys have a great night, and we will talk to you on Thursday. We are off tomorrow for the Lakers, so we'll talk to you Thursday. Have a great night. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We love you. See you.
5: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.